Hey, howdy, hey, welcome back to Everything FFA. My name is Steely Stigall, and I'm from the Poolville FFA chapter, the Oil Well District, the Hardcore Ready for More Area 4 Association, and the Texas FFA. Today, I am so excited. We are doing something we have never done before. We are doing our first Zoom meeting, and so we're fingers crossed that it's going to work. And I have with me one of my very good friends, Corey. Hey, guys, I'm super excited to be here. Or well, I guess here technically. Here I don't know. Zoom. On our Zoom meeting, um, I'm from ba the Ballinger FFA chapter. I'm our vice president, and I'm the vice president for the Big Country District, or as Oil Belt District likes to call us, not so Big Country. But um, we're super excited. I'm happy to speak on our behalf. <laughs> <laughs> so I met Corey at ALC this year, and I have no idea how our paths did not cross before then. Um, it has been not a dull moment. I have seen Corey do everything from seeing to try to sell somebody a cutting board, and it has never a dull moment with Corey. And she has also been one of our big supporters of just everything FFA and has been my hype man all the time. And I love Corey so much. So with that being said, Corey, I'm just going to get into it and ask you some questions. Um, where did you start in FFA? Like how did Corey's FFA journey begin? Okay. So my family is definitely not an agricultural background. My brother was a total band nerd, UIL science all the way. And my sister played softball from the time she was born to now. She's like 23. She's still doing it. And when I was in fifth grade, I believe my sister was graduating. She told my dad she wanted to go ride horses. So she, he called his old friend from high school and we went out to Abilene and I got to see his daughter barrel race. And I was like, I want to do that. So I started um, barrel racing and I started the horse program in 4-H. And I was like, dang, I really want to show pigs. And so in sixth grade, I talked to our ag teacher, the high school at the time, and I got involved in our junior FFA program, which is one of the best decisions I could have made. Um, it was really weird, though, because all of my friends were playing softball. So being able to see both sides of like, uh, two different friend groups, I guess you could say, was definitely a challenge being able to balance that, but I learned a lot from it. And that's how my FFA experience got started. So I see that a lot like today, especially is that like some kids will like not necessarily, it doesn't happen a lot in Poolville since we're so small, but they'll divide out with the ag kids and the athletic kids. And I just like see it as those kids who are in the middle is what like keeps them together kind of. And I see that a lot, especially just in small town schools. So what events do you compete in? What does Corey like? <laughs> okay. So for LDEs, um, for the last two years, I did chapter conducting definitely not one of my favorites it's kind of hard um but we we also weren't the best at it so maybe that's why I'm not a fan um I also compete in oh my gosh now I'm drawing a blank what is it <laughs> it's um, okay oh my gosh I helped our skills team a lot this year and I want to say that but I wasn't on the team <laughs> PR PR, that's what it is. Thank you. I could not think of it. I got thrown into it this year. Our senior just graduated. So they were like, you know what, Corey, you know how to talk to people. You're doing PR. You seem like you'd be really good at it. And we actually got first at district. I wrote our script and then Carter went and added a little pizzazz 
so it, it was it was weird seeing like a shift from chapter conducting which is like a huge team to three people splitting up and conquering a main goal it was weird but I really yeah. liked it I really like that about LDEs because it goes everywhere from if you are an individual and you want to compete individually, you can do creed speaking and you can do quiz individually, even though you're a team. And then you can go anywhere from chapter conducting where you're having to work with your team or PR, where you honestly do not know the answer that is going to come out of your friend's mouth when you're standing in that room. And so I think it's really cool that we see that wide like diversity. And I think that's something just cool about our organization is that you can see the diversity and everything. If you like to do this alone, you could do it alone. If you want to do it as a team, you could do it as a team. If you want to do it with a couple of people, then you can do that too. And it really just lets us be able to like shine in our moments. Um, with that, we talked about LDE. So what kind of CDEs do you participate participate in? Excuse me. So this year I'm doing ag communications, ag sales, and meets judging. Um, we have a student teacher this year and she went on a scholarship to Cisco for meets judging. So Mr. Long was like, mm, Corey, you're going to do that. Why? I don't know. I complain when it's 60 degrees outside and he wants to stick me in a freezer. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm actually really excited about it. My favorite though is ag sales. Uh, I, I like being able to interact with people and talk to people. Um, we went to so, state last year. So I'm, I'm not really familiar with ag sales. So kind of just tell us what ag sales is, what you do. Okay, so at the beginning of the season, they send out a product. Um, I think this year, what is it? It's like really absorbent stuff that goes into soil. It helps with water conservation. And so you get this product and you figure out how to market it to different people. Um, So when you go to competition, they'll give you like five different people. And whichever room you go into, you look at your paper before you go in, you're like, okay, farmer John is 37. He loves technology and is willing to learn anything versus room five over here, who's a 70 year old farmer who doesn't know how to use a computer and is really stuck in his ways. So either way, you have to figure out how to market to these different people and how to convince them to buy the product you're selling. I absolutely love that. And the fact that I haven't really like looked into it kind of hurts my heart because that's where we can see FFA really coming into the business side of that. Even if you aren't going into the agricultural industry, if you are a teacher, if you are just like a general ed teacher, if you are working at a grocery store, these are skills that you need. You have to convey your message to those students or you have to tell people and inform them about the products you might be selling on aisle seven just those little things so I love that it's inclusive about that um for those y'all who do not know we are doing it during we and Corey are recording this during our snowstorm so the fact that Corey is telling me that meets judging is not her thing and it is cold is kind of funny right now because we're both sitting here in our toboggans like hunkered down just just another day um so Corey um Corey is an amazing human, well-rounded. She also is involved in FFA talent, which a lot of people do not know. When I first came into FFA, I looked at them and I said, there's a talent show at this thing? Like, I had no idea what was going on. And I was like, why do we have a talent team? So Corey, tell me a little bit about that experience, how you got into that. 
Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite stories to tell. So um, when I went into FFA my freshman year, I didn't know we had a talent team either. I didn't know that was a thing. And I've been playing guitar for five, six years now. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can play in front of a whole bunch of people. That sounds so fun. And so last year, my sophomore year, um, I was actually able to do it with a senior and another freshman at the time. Evan Boozelinner, who is our drummer, and another singer and guitar player, Reagan Helms. And when I tell you it was a challenge, um, being working with them and me, like all of us together, just butting heads 24-7, it was a new experience. I don't think I've ever dealt with someone in that capacity before because all three of us natural born leaders and we we're like it's my way or the highway so we actually did um get first at district and we're able to go to area so that means i had to spend more time with them in a small garage but it worked out um i do talk to them every day now there's some of my good friends um reagan's off at a and I i think he's still playing guitar out there i hope so i hope he's following his dreams and this year I competed in talent alone. Evan was busy with his uh, drumming stuff for our school band. So this year I didn't make it out of district, unfortunately, but it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. I wasn't really as prepared as I was last year. Um, I went and sang a song by Caitlin Butts and another one by Casey Musgraves and my guitar like totally glitched on the system it wouldn't come out of the speakers um so that was a struggle but even through that adversity it was still such a great experience getting out there and like playing in front of my friends you know see and this is just another reason why I love FFA is because it puts you in a group of unlikely people like how are your paths supposed to cross and how do you deal with these people in this situation you have three natural born leaders how are you supposed to deal with that and that's what a lot of people don't see is like from FFA the outside is I'm taking the page from your book cow sows and plows and that is <laughs> all it is and but when you get deep into it you understand that there's so many different things like we have FFA talent and you would never think that some leadership skills would be needed in that but that they actually are because like you said y'all had three leaders in a room how do you do that how do you work with that and then also this year with handling adversity that has come your way between your guitar glitching out and then not making it out this year unfortunately but the great thing is that you have next year we just see the FFA then there again just proving its lesson proving why it's there um so do you have anything else to add about that experience or just in general about that I really encourage, uh, if, if you know how to play guitar, if you can do anything really, uh, do talent. It's, uh, I think it really pushes people out of their comfort zone, being able to get up on a stage in front of your peers. I think there was like 200, 250, like seeing those eyes on you and trying to entertain them is, is an experience I think everyone should have at some point, you know? Um, again, like I said, getting yourself out of your comfort zone. That's a, a really big thing I want to encourage all of our first year members to do. It's, it's scary, but having a support system behind you, pushing you to do those things just makes you better and better. And that's one of the, one of the reasons I love talent so much. Yeah. I think one of the biggest lessons that 
I took away from my green hand year was try everything you can, like yeah. dabble a little bit in everything and figure out what you like. The next year, kind of start diving a little deeper into that so that eventually by the time you're where I'm at as your senior year, you find out what you like doing. Like I found out real quick that Creed was not necessarily my thing, um, even though, <laughs> yeah, I got put into Creed my freshman year and ended up doing it my freshman, my junior and or my freshman, my sophomore, my junior year. And I was like, dang, I really do not like this. Like, I do not enjoy this. And I was just telling my ag teacher and she's like, OK, we'll find you something else to do. And that's OK. But I think it's really important just to step out of your comfort zone when you're starting and then kind of find your like hitch like where do you fit in and that's also a great thing and it's just the FFA organization how you find a place that you're meant to be at the right time is just amazing to me and how in everything you can see lessons that are being learned just it it just blows my mind sometimes even if they aren't meant to like three people that are leaders you never thought that leadership skills or something you learned at Green Can Camp would um, come in handy at that point, but it did. So I think it's just a really neat thing. And that's like my biggest piece of advice to people is just look into it and figure out where you're meant to be. And it's okay to not, you know, necessarily feel like you have a place in the beginning, but make sure that you talk to people about it. Because I know that if I would have just stayed in Creed and not said something to my ag teacher, even though that was something I got voluntold to do at the beginning, that I would not be happy this year. And um, so I think it's very important just to talk to different people. I know that for y'all listening, um, talk to older members. They have been there, done that. You're nervous about your first contest. Talk to an older member. And I know, especially right now with CDE season, that can be a little rocky because a lot of kids have never walked into a room with a Scantron or um, even some kids don't even know what they're judging when they go into a room. Um, I know that I've been there. I learned how to judge cotton on the way to area. So, I mean, uh, just little things like that. Just make sure that you are getting involved. Talk to other people is my biggest encouragement as well. Um, you have anything to add on to that? Um, like you said, like just talk to older members, being able to find your place. It's not going to happen right away. Um, my freshman year, like I said, with softball, I'd played softball my whole life. And um, between those friend groups, I felt really um isolated from the people who I'd talked to my whole life and when I joined FFA they I guess they, I wouldn't say they pushed me out of their friend group like I still talk to them but it wasn't um, an everyday thing that I would sit with them at lunch and talk to them about practice instead I was sitting with sophomores and juniors talking about what we were working on in class for FFA or our next competition or where we were going or what to expect. Um, being able to talk to those people really felt like, made me feel like I had a second home in the FFA. And again, like I just encourage people to talk to the older members. It's Yeah, I feel like I've said it once and I will say it a thousand times. I feel like the blue and gold jacket is like the universal sign for come and talk to me. Yes, yes um, I agree. So I'm going to tell you all a little bit story, like a little story about how me and Corey met. So um, <laughs> this is a fun one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we went to area leadership camp, which is ALC. I had no clue about Corey. Okay. So we get put into this cabin 
And I put my stuff on the bed and stuff, you know, I'm walking around, putting my towel up and all of a sudden this girl just starts talking to me and I'm like, what the heck? Okay. I'm being honest. I walked out of that room and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, what, how do I react to that? I was like, she is outgoing. How do I react to that? And by the end of the night, I kid you not, before we had even put our sheets on our beds, I was sitting on Corey's bed and we were just talking and laughing and her, she was there. And then Mary was also there. And so (laughs) I, it was so funny because Corey was just one of those inviting people. And I feel like there are so many people like that in FFA that you can just go up and talk to them. And I feel like it kind of connects our school in a way that you had these freshmen here that are um, green hands and you have these kids that are older, so seniors, and you're just connecting them all the way through with one organization. Whereas in sports, sometimes we don't see that because, you know, different skill levels with JV and varsity, I couldn't get my words out, but different skill level with JV and varsity is typically um, divided by age division. In FFA, you kind of, not necessarily all the time with sports, but most of the time. And with FFA, you see everybody coming together, no matter what age you are, you're all in that room you're all doing these things so I just think it's a really neat experience y'all got to hear a little bit about how me and Corey kind of have formed this relationship and I talk to Corey every single day now it's a daily thing um get pictures of her in the ag office all the time um I spend most of my time up there so (laughs) yes same so we're kind of gonna shift gears um so we are going to be talking about the new year even though it is February. Um, so I saw this thing the other day that was like, um, good thing January was just a trial month. <laughs> and I was like, that could not be more true. Um, I definitely meant to get this podcast out a lot earlier, but life happens. And so here we are. Um, we're talking about New Year's, new goals in the organization. Um, Corey, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I absolutely do not like New Year. I, I agree. I do not like it. I feel like everybody's like, oh my gosh, we got to make a new goal. We got to make a new year's resolution. And I'm like, I can do whatever I want when I want to, I can make that change myself. (laughs) Now, um, I have kind of been reminded of the importance that some people just need a fresh start. And that's how some people just work and function. And that's totally okay. But me, That's not how I function, but I do think it's important as we go into a new year with our FFA chapters, especially um, just now as seeing we're kind of going back into what we would call normal, um, just seeing it as this is the end of LDE season and we are going into CDE season. Um, So Corey, tell me, do you have any goals this year or just anything pertaining to a goal? Oh, okay. Um, so for personally, I am trying to play the guitar every day. Um, have I accomplished that goal? Not quite, but we're working on it. And then for our chapter, I really want to take another look at SAEs because I think right now everyone is thinking cows, plows, and sows. That's all FA, FFA is, but it's not. And right now we're looking at other avenues for students to find an SAE. Like I was talking about our drummer, Evan. He's going into a placement SAE, which he's going to go work with one of our local vets in his office and get that experience. And that will count as his SAE. But there are I think there's like six different types of SAEs, mm-hmm. which we covered during PR this year, which I'm so happy that I was able to be uh, to 
go through that and learn about it. So that way I can, I guess, implement it into my chapter and get more people involved, you know? Yeah. There's so many different kinds of SAEs and um, job shadowing is one of the best ones that I've heard about, but there's also SAE grants that you can apply for online. And we actually had a girl do that and she got it. It was a thousand dollar. They call it scholarship to um, she bought an animal with that, but you can do it for anything. Like if you want to start your own greenhouse, you can do it by um, buying the plants, buying seeds for that. And so I just think that's kind of a cool thing. Um, I feel like, well, me and Corey are definitely on different pages right now because Corey is still in her prime of her high school years. And I'm ending towards the end of my FFA career and just, Stop, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> no, I'm no crying, no crying allowed on everything. FFA. <laughs> but, um, as I'm kind of rounding out my year, year, and FFA in general, um, my goal is to just inform people about FFA and um, tell my testimony of FFA about how I got here. Um, These were my thoughts at first, and now it has changed to this um, amazing organization that I can tell people about and that I've become so passionate about. So I'm kind of wanting to leave my mark in that way. So, but it's so exciting to get the different viewpoints because you are looking forward to this and I'm kind of like, I'm ready to leave my mark on this and uh, just leave it in that aspect. Um, So um, hold on, let me look at my notes real quick. Um, Can I ask you a question, Steely? Yes. Yes. So you were saying you are a senior, you're fixing to graduate. So what has FFA done for you to get you ready for the next step in life after high school? Oh my gosh. That's kind of like what the FFA hasn't done for me. (laughs) Um, I shared a little bit about this, like way back, maybe in like the first episode. And of course now we're in February and that was back in August. So that's crazy to think, but the FFA has honestly done so much for me. Um, I did not know how to communicate with an adult effectively. If we're if we are being quite honest, I did not. Um, now I can hold a five, 10 minute conversation with an adult and not feel like stressed about it. Um, it definitely made me push outside of my comfort zone. And um, you can look at me now and think, oh my gosh, she has a comfort zone. Um but when I was a green hand, I was terrified and I had an older brother um, in FFA and he influenced a lot of what I kind of did. And so I was kind of like, oh, I'm going to be Stone's shadow. That's what's going to happen. I'm just going to follow Stone and maybe he can introduce me to some people. Well, that didn't happen. So <laughs> I had to go out and meet my own people. And it kind of um, go, looking back, I wish my green hand year, I would have connected a little bit more, but, um, definitely my sophomore year, I learned a lot of people. So it helped me with communication, that aspect. It has helped me with responsibility and time management. I now understand that I have to, when I am part of a team on an LDE or CDE, that I have to make sure that I don't let my team down, make sure that I'm not that drop score that week and make sure that I am, Um, just uh, staying on task and being like self-driven more than just like having a teacher tell me, hey, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing this. So definitely helping with being driven. And then also with accountability, Um, making sure to talk to my teammates in a respectful way. And just this will help me in the future with talking to future employers, uh, not employers, but in future um, 
co-workers, sorry, and just things like that. And of course, I'm going into ag teaching, so that has everything directly to do with FFA. So it's one of those questions that is, what has FFA not done for me? It has influenced so much of my life, and I never thought it would from freshman year to now. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about how FFA has impacted me. Um, I'm so happy that you're going into agricultural education because it 100% suits you. Like if I didn't, like if I had just met you, like let's say we're going back to ALC, I'm like, dang, I know that girl's going to be an ag teacher, no doubt, 100%. And it makes me so happy seeing like other people like going into the field of agricultural education because I feel like not a lot of people think about that when they think about teachers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. And I think definitely um, there's a lot of older people that are in ag ed. And so now we're starting to see like the next generation come in. And so I'm just really excited to be a part of that next generation and still leave my like have my handprint on the organization still and still just be a part of that. But it's one of those things that like I have something inside of me and I'm like, I have this and I want to share it with everybody. It's just one of those things that I was like, this is me. This is my calling. Um, funny story. Um, I actually had, okay, this is going to sound random at first, but I actually had your surgery last year. And right. So they put me under all this anesthetic, okay. Anesthesia. And I am sitting there and I wake up and my nurse is sitting there and I start telling her about my goat. Like, (laughs) I have this goat. I'm bottle feeding her. Her name is Phoebe. I named her this because of friends. And I'm like, and the reason why I have this goat is because I'm in FFA classes. So it just makes sense. And she was like, what is FFA? And me, all loopy, I'm like, FFA, the future farmers of America. But we do not go by that anymore because we include diversion and diversity of jobs. And so we are not the FFA anymore. We do our organization under the FFA organization or or business under the FFA organization. And I just kept telling her about the FFA. And she, whenever I like, started to kind of get off the medicine she was like you know you just told me about something that you're very passionate about and I was like yes she was like and what do you want to be when you grow up I was like an ag teacher I was like it just makes sense all I can think about is you waking up from surgery and just starting like to recite the creed word for word (laughs) no it did not happen but I mean the other day we did have an old the other day we did have a man that's in our community and he said something about FFA and then he began to recite their creed and then he looked at me and I started saying it with him and he was like what are you doing like he was like you know the creed I was like yes I know the creed I got my jacket because that's of so the funny. creed my... yeah my <laughs> one TikTok to blow up was about the creed oh my gosh I don't even know how many views it has but it was more than I ever imagined because I get like maybe 200 300 like this is like 50,000 I was like oh my gosh and then the whole like comment section is just people like saying the creed I was like yeah 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 FFA members unite (laughs) so just in case you want to go follow Corey on TikTok what's your TikTok Corey honey butter chicken biscuit just yeah if you know me you know I love water burger a girl after my own heart we love our water burger yes I love that we just kind of I love that we had time just to like 
talk today, like talk about it and just get started. This makes me super pumped for new year, even though it's February. Let's just start the new yes. year in February this year, right? Um, yeah. I love that we just had time to talk about this and talk about diversity in FFA and kind of just the different things that, you know, happen in FFA, a different perspective. Yeah. Um, do you have anything in closing you want to say? Any last comments, any advice for our listeners? Um, let me think. Um, first, I want to thank you for having me. I was really nervous at first, um, out of my comfort zone, for sure. Surprisingly, I have one. I know, crazy. Um, <laughs> but you are 100% one of the easiest people to talk to. You made this so fun. Um, and I want to encourage people to step out of their comfort zone, try something new. Um, if you, if there's something in FFA that you're not sure what it is or what it's about, ask, don't be afraid to ask a question. I know I was scared to as a freshman, but now I just walk up to my teacher. I'm like, Hey, what's this? Can you look at this for a second? I don't know what that is, <laughs> especially yeah. with agricultural policy. I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing a speech over that. I have no idea what any of these words mean. I'm like, Hey, Mr. Long, what does this mean? Because <laughs> I'm confused. Just ask questions. Um, learn as much as you can. Um, FFA has definitely made a difference in my life, has impacted me in ways that I can't even begin to comprehend. It's taking me in a whole new path that I never thought I'd take, and I'm so grateful for it. So yeah, just ask questions, learn new things, get involved. And um, that's all I have from me, Corey. I absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that and plugging in the TikTok at the end absolutely love that um with that being said uh guys we have zoom set up now so if y'all want to be on the podcast y'all just got to send a dm to every dot thing ffa that's what we do a lot of our business quote unquote under do it <laughs> yes so thank you so much for coming on today Corey. I absolutely loved it um with that being said we will see y'all next time